Good morning. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban. So happy to have Jennifer Kraus on today. She's one of the two running for the two positions for county commissioner here in Jefferson County. So please introduce yourself, Jennifer. Good morning. Uh, my name is Jennifer Kraus. I'm running for Jefferson County Commission. I live in Shepherdstown and I've been here for a little over nine years, sometime between nine and 10 years. I saw on your website, you know, a Faith, Freedom, Family. Would you like to talk a little bit about what's really motivating you to run and what the most important issue you think is here in Jefferson County? The three most important things to me in my life are my faith, my family, and my freedom. And well, our freedom. And, uh, you know, I, I was very, uh, very upset to see you know what two years to almost two and a half years ago it seems um government closing down schools uh telling people they can't go to church um these are these are right when about two years ago everything was shut down the government said we can't send our kids to school we can't attend church those were things that i had a very big problem with um businesses forced to close uh, I, I'm not okay with any of that stuff. Um, you know, that something that uh, really upset me, this government overreach, um, you know, and the, my, my, my son, you know, he, he, uh, he's an EMT in, in the county. Uh, he would go to um, the firehouse and he would come home and talk to me about things over there. And, and I, you know, I started to realize that they're they're having some problems in the county with with this kind of thing. And you know, when I was approached about running uh, for county commission, I thought, well, these these are some things that I might really be able to have uh, some say about, some have an impact on these decisions. And maybe there's something I really can do to help our county. So yeah. absolutely, yeah. There you go. We're so um, yeah. You were mentioning about the. Uh, you know, emergency services. And I know there's been the uh, Fitch report has been in the news. And then there's a lot of talk about what to do. And I just reading an article in the spirit of Jefferson about different proposals out there. Um, can you give your take on what's going on with the emergency services, and I guess, specifically the ambulance um, organization of the ambulances? Yes, yes, I certainly can. Yep, <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Okay, so um, regarding the the ESA and and this and this Fitch report, um, that's a very hot topic right now, and and for for very good reason. Um, I feel that at the moment, you know, we have we have uh, thirteen ambulances in the county. Uh, one is about to be sold, and that's that's beside the point. That's that's at Bakerton, and that's a business decision. Um, that has no effect on this, but so we'll, we'll count it as, as 12 ambulances. Uh, the, the Fitch report, uh, you know, gave three different options. Uh, the one that the county were, were considering was coming down to um, four ambulances that got <laughs> very poor reviews. Everybody was very, very unhappy to hear about that for good reason. There, there have been some, some different ideas floated uh, between the, the fire and EMS chiefs and the commission. Uh, and, and I think some, some good ideas have come about. Um, unfortunately, you know, the idea that, 
that um, maybe a fire fee or a levy um, would be imposed. I can't support that. Uh, I don't support raising taxes, uh, levy, you know, same thing. Um, I can't support that, but I do think that there are different ways of looking at things in our county that maybe aren't being looked at. Uh, there's certainly always waste in government, and, and that's a, a very big issue that we all hear about, a lot of the pork. Um, and we could we could look at various places where we're losing money, and, and maybe we need to redirect some of it to, to fire and EMS. I'm not sure. Um, but what I don't like is when people say, well, this is how we've always done it, and, and this is what we're going to do. I, I don't like that. I really think that it's important to look at things with fresh sets of eyes and um, you know, start thinking about things a little differently. Now, one of the ideas that I've been talking to uh, some fire chiefs, EMS chiefs in the in the county about, is um, every one of our fire companies is run independently as its own business. Uh, would it make sense to? Um, I think dissolve is the wrong word, but wouldn't it make sense to restructure that? And instead of having seven different fire companies, fire businesses, have those all under one one big company, and then all the money goes into the same pot, and everybody gets their, their what they one need. Thing? Yes. Well, the, yeah, I think one of the main questions seems to be, correct me if I'm wrong, that the um, medical payments that come from insurance companies you know, from like the, the uh, you know, different accidents or whatever they're servicing goes to the firehouse and none of it goes to the county. But it, according right. to what I'm reading, the county employees provide about something like 80, almost 80 percent of all the calls. So it seems something is not right there. What do you think? Well, that's, well, that's a good point and, and something that I have heard about, um, but that's that's part of my restructuring idea. Um, I think it's important to, and I've also heard um, issues about not everybody is billed. Um, I think everybody, to the best of my knowledge, everybody gets a bill. The, the problem is sometimes you have people that don't pay it and they don't really, you know, try to encourage, you know, people to pay that 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 medical insurance bill um you know one thing i've learned is that loudon county we're about 30 years or so behind them on uh fire and ems and where we are in our county that's where they that's where they were uh they restructured some time back uh and now they are the loudon county combined fire and ambulance service um, and so that's what they've done. And I think it's important to look around near us, look around us and see who else does things a little bit differently and, and consider that before we start talking about um, restructuring, uh, pardon me, yeah, restructuring everything so that, um, you know, we have a reduction in service. If you're going to take ambulances away, I don't I don't care where you put them. You're going to somebody's going to get a delay in their care because of that. Right. Agreed. Agreed. That That's a clear view on that topic. I like your take on, you know, looking at best practices or other counties. So I think that needs to be done. It seems like something needs to be done because that's what like something fire and emergency services are like a third of the budget or some large portion. Right. 
Right, right. It, it, exactly. And necessary. Right. I mean, it, maybe most people go forever without ever needing to call 911. But you know, there there are many of us who have, and, and when it is your turn, when you do need them, you don't care. You don't want to hear that they're over on Blue Ridge if you're in Shepherdstown, or you don't want to you don't want to wait. That's your home, or that's your loved one who who needs help right now, and you know, simply cutting out ambulances and things that we already own that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to most people. Okay, understood. That's a uh, good coverage on that issue. Um, yeah, I want to mention one other thing. Um, there's been some talk about, I think one of the functions, of course, of the county commission is setting zoning. And there's been talk about solar farms. And mm -hmm. I've done a little research on it. So here's the question. Do you think that as a matter of right, farmers should be able to, you know, put solar farms on their property or rather should it require like getting like a zoning that's appropriate or industrial zoning? I guess I'm kind of tilting the question a bit, but what's your take on that? So, so, so how I feel about that is that uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about property rights, okay? You own property in the county. You have a right to do with it, you know, what you see fit. Um, when when a farmer owns a, a farm, and, and certainly farming these days is, is triple the cost of what it is or what it was a couple of years ago just because of inflation. It's horrible. Um, but if a farmer decides... He can't, he can't do it anymore. His son doesn't want to do it or his daughter doesn't want to do it, but he wants to save that farm for the following generation, right? And maybe maybe his grandkids would like to inherit that farm and work it. Um, and he, he, you know, can't, maybe he doesn't want to sell to a big developer. Uh, a lot of people don't want, you know, huge tracts of houses in our county. Uh, and I understand that. Um, but if he wants to use his property in order to make money, you know, and, and keep it in his family until such time that somebody else might be able to take over the farm, I understand that. And while it's not the most attractive thing to see these solar farms, uh, from what I understand, the solar farm that we're talking about in our county would, uh, you know, screen it with uh, tall growing trees and, and, and growth that would uh, shield it from, from view. Um, you would be able to, of course, see it from above, but if you know you're driving past, you wouldn't have to really look at it. And he would be able to keep, you know, he would be able to earn the money on it. Uh, he has the right to do that and then save it for, for future generations. Does that okay. answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard uh, probably okay. it's too extensive a discussion for this forum, but there are issues like of in other counties I know with where they have had the same issue of runoff and you know, things like that. It's, but uh, yeah, I think pers personally, this is obviously my personal thing. It needs to be a lot more research because of those kind of issues. Sure. I do believe, yeah. obviously, in the right to build, but it's kind of like an industrial application in a way because nothing's regrowing there things run there's been problems with runoff like down into the rivers and stuff so i think that should be looked into that's my sure. personal opinion 
Certainly. Certainly. And, and I don't know everything about solar farms either. And, and I do believe it's important to protect where we live. Uh, we, we have a beautiful county. I mean, I'm sure that you, you know as well as I do. We have a lot of green, open spaces, farms. It's beautiful here. And uh, definitely don't want to do anything to harm that. Yeah. So get, that kind of segues into generally what is your view of like in the past we've had the whole debate and I guess it's still ongoing to some extent, but about rock willingness. What kind of industry, what kind of business would you try to attract to the county or what kind of economic base or what opinion do you right. have on that? That's a really good question. So, so from what I hear from um, constituents, you know, I, I have been out door knocking for weeks and weeks and weeks now, getting to know a lot of the members of our of our county. Um, and one thing that I hear is people want to know they they're worried about more factories coming into our county, and 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 you know those stacks don't look very pretty when you're driving down the road and you have to see those you know the smokestacks from Rockwell. People are very concerned about more and more and more of those popping up here. And it isn't pretty. Um, I understand about bringing jobs here and everything, and that's very, very important. Um, one thing I think would be very important to try to attract to our county would be technology jobs. Um, I have, uh, uh, there's a gentleman that I met who uh, recently who owns some um, technology companies, and he lives here because he loves it here, but he, when he wanted to see about building another tech job company in our county, he was not welcomed. And I can't understand why. When, when the jobs that his company is paying are an average of between 80 and $120,000 a year, you can certainly support your family on that. And why would we not want to encourage that here? Um, especially oh, can I when interject? You look so, what? Well, yes. Would that be like the, the um, commission's uh, committee? What's it called? Jefferson County Development Agency. Sorry, that's not the exact mm -hmm. word. Is that the kind of? I think of it's people? Development Authority. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is that who he was dealing with? Uh, uh, you know, I think it is who he was dealing with. I'm not positive on that, but I think so, for, uh, if I remember correctly. Um. But, you know, he wasn't welcomed. And, and the frustrating thing to him was that, you know, he has, um, if you look over the right, right, what, 15 minutes, 15 minutes to our east, we have Virginia. And they they welcome those kind of jobs. I think one of his companies is in, I want to say Leesburg, if I remember correctly. And the other one was somewhere down south, Alabama, Atlanta, something like that. Maybe it was Atlanta. Um, and, you know, he he those kind of uh jobs those kind of companies were welcome there uh why not here um you know uh, i think you know it's it's very important to maintain the character of our county but we also we're, we're growing and i think that it's important that we grow carefully and and uh, be very considerate of who we want here do we want more factories here I don't think very many people do. Uh, do we want more um, high-paying tech jobs? Why wouldn't we? Yeah, I'll have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I've often thought, like you were saying, one of our greatest assets is the beautiful uh, environment and county. So right. that's something to market too. You know, you know what yes. I mean? yes. 
Yeah. All right. Yes, and we have a, we have amazing history and this, this I mean, why wouldn't people want to visit here? It's it's we've got a lot of great stuff happening. Agreed. A lot of people do visit and more can more can yeah. and enjoy. Yeah. So on another topic of the um, related to the uh, I guess county services, one of the big ones is the of course law enforcement and sheriff's department. Now I was reading recently that uh, Sheriff Hansen wants to triple the force, I believe over eight years. He wants to add two deputies every year. And I'm thinking, really, is that statistically <laughs> sound? He's citing some um, study by Justice Department, whatever. But, you know, uh, anyway, what's your take on that? You know, I you know, don't, I, don't I, I won't lie and tell you I know everything about that. What I can tell you uh, from from conversations with him and with other law enforcement officers, you know, in our county, at any given time, we have upwards of 70,000 people. And, you know, just between residents and vacationers and people who work here but don't live here, we have a lot of people in our county. And, and it's very important that we maintain the safety here. We also have a huge um, opioid problem that needs addressing, and that's that's part of that's part of addressing it. Uh, you know, I, but I, I do need to learn more about that. I'd like to I'd like to read that study and and you know maybe talk with Sheriff Hansen a little more about that. I didn't. I mean, again, I need to learn more too. I didn't see yeah. any justification other than. Uh, at least what I was reading, that some uh, Justice Department standard. But it seems like what standard? You know, I mean, if you're in Washington, D.C., maybe that's right. one standard. We're not D.C., so I don't know. You know what I mean? No, no, we're not. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> About police per population. Because what I was reading, mm -hmm. again, it may have been incomplete. It may have not. Didn't say, well, in rural areas, such and such, in city areas such and such, and there are way different, you know, they're just they're really different. Yes, yes, that's, that's very true. I mean, we have some parts of our county, as you know, that are that are, like I said, they're wide open, they're green, they're they're farmland, and there aren't, you know, high uh, rates of population there. And then there are certain parts of our county where we have little cities. Um, and and they do need a lot of attention right there. But, you know, I, I don't have the answer. I do want to learn more about that. And and again, just be, you know, we should, we should look at things with a careful eye and look at uh, the way our county is growing. And certainly, you know, we have um, thousands, thousands of building permits out there. Those are families. Uh, you know, I, I think it would be I think it would be good to say, let's let's keep our options open. Let's see what what kind of needs are presented and uh, pay, attention pay attention to that. To that. OK, yeah, uh, fair enough. Um, on another topic, what about the role? Does the county commission have any role to play in ensuring election integrity? I've um, I asked another candidate. They didn't not for county commission, but another for the delegate position. Mm -hmm. And maybe you could help me here. I'm not clear whether the county determines like what voting machines and methods we use or the state. But does the county commission have a role in that? Like I'm concerned about the so-called black box voting machines and the great, like I voted Blue Ridge Elementary, the delay in voting 
because now you mm -hmm. only use machines and they only have three and before there were like eight polling stations. But also right. furthermore than that, or more than that, just the fact that we don't know what these machines are doing and stuff. Anyway, do you have, well, I guess two part question. Does the county have a role in deciding how the, what machines are used or not used? And um, what's your opinion about the issue generally? So regarding, so regarding the issue generally, uh, I, I do happen to believe that election day should be that. It should be election day. It, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of early voting um, and, uh, and all of that, but I, I do think that it should be one of the, one day, uh, the, of course, there are always the exceptions, people who are in the military or people who are, uh, they have surgery scheduled for that day or that week and, and they know they won't be able to get there. I understand that. And then you apply and you get, you know, you get your, you get your ballot. Um, that's fair. I don't like this. I think that it, it leaves the door open to too much. Uh, there, there's cheating. And, you know, it leaves that door open to, to being uh, vulnerable. Um, from everything that I hear, we have very high standards in our county. Uh, I have a lot of faith in Jackie Shadle and the way that everything goes over there with counting votes. Um, but to answer your question about is that the county or is that a state thing, I'm not positive. I believe it's a state thing uh, who determines the, the kind of voting machines and things like that. But I, I, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Even though I'm not aware of particular instances of problems, I think in general, the idea, and also I know myself using the machine, you know, it prints out the ticket and then you, um, or I say, I guess ballot. And then you, you know, they feed it into the scanner. Well, I'm guilty right. myself, and I've read somewhere that two thirds of people do this. Hey, I, I didn't check it in the last election. I will this time to make right. sure it was so actually who I voted for. Well, there, there were instances in in the country. I don't know about locally, but there were instances in the country where that happened, where that where the the voter voted for a certain candidate, and when it was fed into the machine, it popped up that they voted for the alternate and that you know thank goodness they caught those but yeah think about how many people like you and me who didn't do that and we just trusted it and we just you know we, we trusted but we didn't verify <laughs> well right when you're adding more complexity and so many issues i think that should right. be looked into and that is an important role of you know ensuring uh election you know integrity is integrity, very very yeah important yeah so i think that that is an issue yeah and one other thought i had was about like so property values have been increasing in the last i'd say two years yeah two two years plus dramatically which means property taxes are increasing dramatically so but then i was reading a budget report i think it was for the last fiscal year and they but probably the same for this fiscal year I guess is coming up now, starting July. They were saying, what I'm getting to is that, oh, we need more money. But already the property taxes are going, the values are going mm -hmm. up. So you're paying more property tax, but we still need more money. Something doesn't seem right there. Do you have any comment about that? that that's a really good point and something that all of us in the county worry about. Um, I lived in Maryland uh, for most of my life, and and um, 
Boy, I, I lived in in a, I lived in Anne Arundel County, and and those property taxes were creeping up every year. Uh, my sister lived in uh, downtown Annapolis, and you want to talk about skyrocketing property taxes? It was crazy down there. Um, that was bad. But you know, it's we 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 need money, and you know, obviously to run. But like I was saying earlier, I also think it's important to see where there's waste and where we can uh, pull money from certain places in order to spread it around to different, you know, places that need it. And, I, and, I, and I'm being very nonspecific because, you know, I don't have anything in front of me, you know, to, to discuss it specifically. But, you know, I, I do think it's important to look at, you know, what are we spending our money on now? Uh, where is where is all of that money going? We you know we have to be very careful. These are taxpayer dollars. Uh, these are your dollars and my dollars, and you know that matters very much. I don't, I'm not interested in wasting anybody's money. Okay, fair enough. Well, I think we're coming near to the close of the interview. What would you like to share with the voters about why they should vote for you in the primary versus your opponent? I've been a resident here for almost ten years. Uh, I have three kids in our public schools, um, one high schooler and two elementary schoolers. Uh, I love this county, and I I have friends all over this county. I, I know business owners, and I know people who work in, in the companies around here, uh, just even at the grocery store, even at the gas station. I love talking to people um, and hearing, you know, What's going on with them? How are things in their household? Um, I, care. I care about this community, and I know the people in this community, and I know what our county needs. And, you know, my opponent in this race, he just moved here, I guess, within the last year or so. Um, and while he says he has, you know, experience with, um, oh, gosh, it was the Montgomery Village something, uh, and that's great. But he doesn't know people here. He doesn't have kids in our schools. He doesn't have the same, in, you know, invested here that I do. Um, I, I just think I know the community better, and I, you know, and, and I am also not interested in this as a stepping stone to anything. I'd like to do my, uh, what is it, a six-year term at the county commission, which is kind of long, but uh, I'd like to do that, and then I'd like to step aside for the next person. Okay, fair enough. That's a that's a, a a good statement of you know what what you're thinking and why you're running. Well, I thank you so much for you know coming on today. I do uh, encourage all the voters to vote. There are two uh, two county commissioner positions, so you, you can vote for each uh, each of them on your uh, chosen primary ticket or the one that if you're independent or the one you're registered for. <laughs> If you're Democrat, or, here we're talking Republican, of course. I'm personally, right. I'm independent, but I usually vote on the Republican um, primary. So, yeah, I okay. do thank you for coming on today. I really, really uh, appreciate it. Thank you, Richard. I really appreciate you having me and letting me, you know, get my word out. Okay. So this has been the Richard Urban Show. Do, do vote on uh, May 10th, and we will see you next time.